Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. gentlemen i am your host blake Rafino. this is are you serious sports we hope that you are we hope that you are making it a good one we know that we know that we are as well tongue-tied there tongue-tied there for a minute massive show in store for you today we break down and preview lsu versus your mississippi state bulldogs as the tigers will take on those rudy Pooh bulldogs uh up this upcoming Friday in a look, I'm not going to call it a massive series, but a big series that you need to try to sweep. Like you need to try to go out there and sweep these Rudy Poos. We'll talk on that. Mississippi state's not a good baseball team. 
there are some areas and holes in their game that you can, as this LSU team, you can absolutely exploit. I will give you some good things that they do, though, however. There are some good things that they do. We'll touch on that as well. All right. Oh, it feels so good. Finally, you're going to really, really, really start diving into some football. It is May. I told you two weeks ago that we'd be starting around May 10th, and then we'll start breaking down some teams. We'll, we'll take a team maybe every now and then. We'll get some of our guests, some of our friends, all across the SEC to come in and join us to talk about their teams, and especially if they're on LSU schedule, we will touch on that. Looking forward, though, to giving Brian Kelly and my thoughts on Brian Kelly's feedback that he's had. He's done a lot of articles over the last couple days, and we will talk a lot about Jane Daniels is what Brian Kelly mentioned in reference to him and went on a long stretch on good and positive things about Jane Daniels and this team. And not only that, but things that he needs to approve on. We talk on that here tonight. We'll go around your SEC as well. We will not be here tomorrow. My brother Brett is in town. We're going to go out and probably grab a bite to eat. So we won't be back uh, on Thursday. We will be back uh, on Friday, though, for the LSU Mississippi State postgame show. LSU loses to... Um, Ole Miss today in softball, which I did not think that this was going to be um, the take or what people, LSU fans, were arguing about. Um, We got to talk about Beth Torino. Uh, a lot of people... Um, Sent me messages. So if you missed it today, it was the first round uh, of their SEC tournament, and they lost to Ole Miss 5-3. to three. They committed four errors. And a lot of people are out there and pretty vocal on what they think on Beth Arena. I'll give you my opinion. Some of what you're saying I think is a little too far-fetched. You know, we, we get in this craze as LSU fans – about firing someone, and you got to be careful with that, man. You got to be careful about that, so we'll touch on that as well. We will touch on that as well. And as we do, usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays, hashtag AskBlake. So questions, thoughts, concerns, fire them inside the Rudy Crew chat, and we will get to as many of them as we can as the show goes on. On let's get to a couple of them now. Father A Bear says, "Blake, do you need to go to confession after rewatching the Florida State game today?" Yes, Father, I do. Forgive me, Father, if I have sinned. I said a lot of bad things today. We actually, my, I'm going to reference that game tonight when we talk about Brian Kelly's uh, uh, recap and about Jane Daniels and things like that. Uh, we'll touch on that. And then he says, can I make myself available? Yes, you can. I might have to FaceTime you. Going to have to FaceTime Father for uh, the words that came out of my mouth today breaking down that LSU-Florida State game from last year. Levi Ackman, Oakman says, two more sleeps until I head to my first game in Alex Box. Congratulations. Congratulations. 
Awesome, man. We love hearing that kind of stuff. We love hearing that kind of stuff. Uh, he said, Levy done. I will find her. Nah, but for real, I don't think she'll be there. She's in Dallas. Well, how do you know she's in Dallas, bro? I mean, like, that's, that's a little freaky, freaky. How you know the old girl's in Dallas, dude? Don't be freaky, freaky. I mean, come on, Levi. He's a super freak, super freak. He's super freaky. Ow. <laughs> uh, Ryan says, good luck and take a picture if you do to Levi. It's a little stalkerish vibes, man. It's got some stalkerish vibes to it. It's all good. It's all good. Delton says, smash that like button. Absolutely. Everybody hit that like and share. Do it. Andrew Paul's up. Martin says, Levi is tracking her Snapchat IP. God, dog, man. Y'all need to leave. Uh, Y'all need to leave uh, Livy alone, man. He, Levi says he knows a guy. Wow. Okay. Levi has taken over the show tonight. <laughs> Levi has taken over the show. He loves him some Libby Dawn, man. A lot of beautiful women in the state of Louisiana. I think the most beautiful women in the world hail from this state. I believe that. My wife is one of them. She is one of them. All right. Let's do this. Let's get rolling. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all of those social media groups. Share to all of those social media pages. If you're listening to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, and notification bell. So many of you are subscribing and listening. Thank you so much for doing that. It's helping us greatly. Tell your friends. Tell everybody you know about us on about our YouTube channel. Send it to them. Tell them to subscribe. You go to church with them. You hang out with them. Say, man, if you love LSU, you need to subscribe to AYS. And don't forget to hit that notification bell. If you're listening to us on uh, podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, wherever that may be, TuneIn app, SiriusXM, thank you so much. Uh, we have some big news coming up soon. If you, if you have a smart TV where you can watch us from there uh, as well. All right. So let's get rolling. Everybody do us a favor by hitting that like and share. Don't forget now, do your boy do your boy a solid. Do your boy a solid. It helps us out. Let's grow the show. Let's grow it together. One of us. One of us. One of us. Let's <laughs> talk about good friends over at betonline.ag and our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons. We're back soon. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. 
With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, moto chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you good friend, Blake Rafina. Sit you on by. We're back! Did you guys see this today, though? Uh, LSU football about two hours ago said for the first time in LSU football history, our student athletes will take part in a study abroad program. 11 players will participate in once in a lifetime trip to Dakar, uh, Sen- uh, I- I- Senegal, Senegal, Senegal. Uh, it is in Africa. Uh, and they will be there for eight days. Noah Kane, Chris Hilton, jo- Emory Jones, Malik Neighbors, West Weeks, Josh Williams, Makai Wingo, Bo Bordelon, Javen Nichols, Fitzgerald West, and Slade Roy are studying abroad uh, next week in Africa. That's pretty cool, man. So when Brian Kelly says, when Brian Kelly says that we grad, our, our goal is to graduate champions, he means it, right? Like, he means it when he says we are going to graduate champions. You got to love it. You got to love it. You know who usually doesn't graduate champions because they don't win championships? That is the University of Mississippi State. Is it Mississippi State? No, it'd be Mississippi State University. Mississippi State University. Listen. I feel like I am becoming a broken record here, right? Like, I just feel as if that every time I come on here and we preview an SEC weekend, I come out and say, look, their bullpen has been struggling. They have some guys that can somewhat pitch, but they can really hit. Their bullpen struggles. I kind of i am going to say the same thing tonight. When you look at Mississippi State, they are bad. There is no way around it other than saying Mississippi State's just a really bad baseball team right now. But they do have some dudes that can really play. Hunter Hines, uh, Colton Ledbetter, Kellum Clark, uh, Amani Larry, Dakota Jordan, Luke Hancock, and Bryce Chance are all guys that you are going to see this weekend that can really hit. Really, really, really hit. They have uh, Hunter Hines in 313. Uh, with 22 home runs. Guys, Hunter Hines has 22 home runs this season. 57 RBIs, 11 extra base hits outside of those home runs. Duke can really swing it. You got Colton Ledbetter, 318, 11 home runs. Kellum Clark, who has been one of the hotter hitters. Here we go again. One of the hotter hitters in all of the SEC. Guys, not only is he hitting over 300, he's also hitting 350 in SEC play. You go down and you see a guy like Dakota Jordan hitting 300, damn near 300 this season. Eight home runs, 33 RBIs. He's hitting 324 in the SEC. 
Hunter Hines, we talked about him again. He's hitting so he's hitting 304 in the SEC. And they got some dudes that'll play in the field. Here's the problem, though. Here's the problem for Mississippi State and why this matchup comes at such a great time for LSU, in my opinion. You know, you come you're coming off an SEC weekend series where against Auburn, where you just didn't do great. You just didn't do great at the plate. Your superstar, Dylan Cruz, had had struggles. Jordan Thompson had struggles, even though last night he had an absolute tank. Looks like he's a little bit back. But the problem has been with Mississippi State, what they have on the mound. Now, you're going to see guys like Landon Gartman. You're going to see guys like uh, Gerangelo that's going to throw. Both of those dudes have ERAs above seven. Ben, Daddy's on the show. Can I come see you in a minute, please? No. Okay, go see Mommy. Okay, go show Mommy, and then I'll, I'll see it after the show. <laughs> it's Ben's birthday, so he, he he's getting kind of confident that he can come on the show wherever he wants to. The problem, the problem for Mississippi State has been on the mound. Landon Gartman, Gerangelo, both of them have ERAs above seven. 7.25, 7 7.20. The guys that have been starting for them all year are not have not been good at all. A lot of walks, a lot of hits, a lot of runs. If LSU can't rebound and fight off those two dudes, I don't know what to tell you. Now, they do have some guys that come out of the pen that are a lot of the same. KC Hunt has 20 appearances on the season. 20. He has an ERA of 10. They might throw some decent arms at you, like Aaron Nixon, who has 13 appearances. Nate Dome, that has 15 appearances, both of them. I mean, Nixon has a 1.76 ERA. Dome has an ERA of 3.76. But the rest of their staff has been horrendous this entire year. This entire year, their staff has not been good at all. It just comes at such a good time when you literally struggled at the plate damn near all weekend to go up up against a team uh, like Mississippi State. Guys, their ERA, their team ERA in the SEC this year in SEC play is 9.46. Their entire hitting totals in the SEC play is 253. 253. Now, they still have done some decent things at the plate, like Hunter Hines has 13 home runs, Jordan has six, Kellum has five, he's hitting 349. Uh, uh, Slate Alford, guys, has has done some good things. He's got five home runs on the year. So when you go into the series, I, I don't like going into an SEC series and saying that you're going to sweep like I just don't like that but man you really should I know that your bullpen has been bad at times and we might need to talk about Thatcher Hurts starting on Sunday I'm with you there's a lot of things here that I'm with you with or with you for one thing that I 
just don't and can't wrap my head around. LSU is not going to lose to Mississippi State this weekend. If LSU loses, it's only because it's LSU, LSU shot themselves in the foot. They shot themselves in the foot. They're just not a good team. They're not a good team. But this is baseball. You responded well against a team in Northwestern State that's the number one team in the Southland Conference is could and more than likely can make a postseason play, make a regional somewhere. But man, man, you got to go out there and just oppose your will. You, you responded to that last night. Last night in the midweek, I thought was fantastic. You know, if you look across the league and teams have slumps like Florida and especially like South Carolina, who lost a midweek game to North Florida last night, I wouldn't want to be them. You responded in a really good way. You did what you have to do. You didn't take questions. You didn't take questions. You went out there and just beat down a team that you, that has no business competing with you. None. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Mississippi State, to me, might be one of the worst teams in the conference. You got to go and sweep. You got to go sweep. You want to win the SEC West? You don't have a lot of games to, to, to take from that. Because when I look at Arkansas, and Arkansas is a game ahead of you. Is that game a half game ahead of you in the standings? You want that West title. You're going to have to go take it from them, man. You're going to have to go take it from them. Now, Arkansas this weekend has South Carolina. South Carolina has been in a slump. So, the way that South Carolina has looked the last couple of weeks is playing the team that currently is winning uh, is leading the west. You got to help you got to hope two things happen. Number 1, you need to hope that South Carolina snaps out of the Rudy Poonis that they've been in. And you need to go out there and really really take down a team that truthfully doesn't have any business taking one of three from you. They ju they just don't. At some point, LSU needs to separate themselves. You can do you you can only do what you can control at this point, and the only thing that LSU can control is taking it to the Bulldogs, and I think that they're going to do that. Let's get to a couple of these comments. Holden Lee says, "I think you can see some high scoring games this weekend after Friday. Very possible. Very possible." Chad says Cruz looked off just reading his body language. Yeah, he definitely looked off. He's definitely looked off. Levi says it's my new favorite picture they've tweeted out of the players they've done with Skeens at close second. I guess I missed something. I guess I missed something. Ryan says Moose State's pitching is subpar. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, old Vet on YouTube says, well, if you have to say it again, that's the breaks. Yeah. Possible. Possible. Uh, Ryan sends his $5 via Super Chat. Thank you so much, Ryan. 
He says for spin for Ben's Spider-Man bounce house. I love it. I love up. Oh. I hope I didn't block. No, we didn't. Okay. We had a bot in here and I tried to block him and I thought I blocked Ryan after he sent me a $5 super chat. <laughs> But thank you, Ryan. I, I really do appreciate you sending a super chat. Anytime you guys send super chats, and look, you want your, your question answered or thought read, send a super chat in. It goes to the first front of the line. David Ezernak on Facebook says, they must prepare themselves more mentally. They will be fine. Stay hydrated. You know, it's interesting you say that about staying hydrated, man. It's a big thing that people don't talk about in this transition. You know, I was listening to Aaron Judge. I was listening to Mike Trout. I was listening to uh, um, Shohei when they did the interview with him uh, this week. And you know what's interesting, what David just said? All of them mentioned about, you know, look, the weather's starting to get, to get hotter a little bit. It's starting to warm up. And we look, baseball, of all the guys, like, man, you're playing every day. Hydration is a big thing. And I do think that you got to talk to these guys about stuff like that. And I think LSU's on it. I don't, nobody looked out of whack. Nobody really looked at, out of whack. So we'll see. Father Bear says, is Duga 100%? I mean, Father, quite truthfully, is, as much as he's going to be, you know, as much as he's going to be. I think, Father, here, here's, my, here's my opinion on um, Duga. And Coach Tajon, who we had, if you hadn't seen the, the guest appearance, we didn't go live. We just recorded it and posted it on YouTube. Um, but even he was talking about it. Gavin just guards the plate so much. So much that teams really want to throw in on him. And that's why he leads LSU and get in hit by pitches. And that's why he kind of looks a little off. When you've seen some guys really paint on the inside corner, go back and look. Dugas is great when he can extend his arms and be out in front and really pull on to something. When, when a pitcher can light up the inside on him, he struggles. I, I did see something... The other day, like I think, uh, more than like two thirds of all of his strikeouts this year were from inside pitches or something like that. So I think he just looks a little off with that. I mean, that shoulder, man, that shoulder, get a little slower getting getting there. But to say he's a hundred percent, no, and that's why I said it, uh, maybe as best as he's going to be because I don't think that he is either. Uh, Ryan says LSU needs Bobby Boucher. High quality H2O. It's true. Spectrum Well Care says Dugas is definitely not 100%. I can agree with that. Blaine Smith says rest of recruiting class about to report to LSU. Which one will have the best chance to make an immediate impact? Let's look at this. And then we'll get, well, since, I mean, since Blaine asked, um, Since Blaine asked about football, we're going to go there next because Brian Kelly had some really big-time words 
for Jaden Daniels. Let me look at this list of guys. I mean, do you do you count Mason Lunsford in that? So here are the guys that have not enrolled yet. So Lance Hurd, Shelton Sampson Jr., DJ Chester, Kai Pimpton, uh, Caleb Jackson, Tyree Adams, Kenley Jackson, Kai Pran, Christian Brathwaite, Paul Babinga, Dylan Carpenter, and Ashton Stamps. Um, blame for me, for me, I um, I really do think it's going to be Lance Hurd. I really do think it Lance Hurd has a potential. I, it's not normal that a guy like Sheldon Sampson would come in as a freshman and make a very big immediate impact. You have some receivers already um, that are going to be in the fold. Not to say he's not ultra-talented, because he is, and he could easily do that. I just think Lance – I think Lance Hurd could start at right tackle for you. Now, will they work him into all of this? Yes. And he's got some ground he's got to make up because he didn't enroll early. I think he could be a right tackle for you. And if that happens, then yeah. If you're talking about freshmen in general, I think that goes to Deshaun Womack, personally. Personally. All right, a couple more, then we'll, we'll, we'll start talking about some football. Uh, Adam B. says, Jerry Jones needs to offer Joe Boo some different type of wrong because them curveballs have been killing him. It's true. He did He did hit a curveball, was it this weekend or last night? I'd have to go back and look. It might have been this weekend. Uh, but he did hit a curveball the, uh, the other night, like 414 feet. It's a long way. The dude's a – look, if he could cut some of those strikeouts down. Guys, he's already – what's crazy about Jared Jones is when he puts it all together – Right, like, if he can get some of those strikeouts down, he's already hitting above 330. He is second on your team in home runs. He's only getting better. And we forget about that at times because he's a freshman. We just, poor guy, man. I mean, he should be getting more pub and recognition than that he, and he hadn't gotten. Uh, Jerome Landry says, LSU had Matt Flynn with his Mahi drink or whatever it is. Yeah, I've never had one of those, believe it or not. Father Bear says, PFF's second highest graded safety is in the portal coming out of ULL. Uh, we need depth in the secondary. Throw the kitchen sink at him. Yeah, people were making fun of his height. <laughs> people were making fun of his height, saying, well, he's only 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, well, the last time you had a 5'9 safety that played around here, his name was Tyron Matthew. So, don't criticize the height now. Don't don't criticize the height. Just don't do it. Don't do it one bit. All right. Let's transition. Let's do this, though. Let's talk about our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm. DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. We'll be right back. Look, we're going to transition. Brian Kelly had some massive, massive, massive things to say about Jane Daniels this week and this LSU team. We return with it next. Stay tuned. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, 
you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. We're back. Wrong button. <laughs> All right. So Brian Kelly has been making his rounds this week. He's been doing some local media hits. He's been going out recruiting. His staff has been out recruiting. I know that some of you saw um, Matt House in West Texas today. Frank uh, Wilson's been out there doing some really good things uh, as well. Really, really picking it up. Coach Lindsey, who has not even really been in Louisiana a lot because he's been out recruiting for LSU. But Brian Kelly is indeed making the rounds and going to media, going to schools, things like that. He was in Shreveport today. But there are a couple of things that Brian Kelly has said over the last week. A couple of them we've taken out, but none bigger than this. None bigger than this. And let me preface, let me preface, I have said on this show multiple times and things about Jane Daniels specifically when we talk about him. Number one, I did not think Garrett Nussmeyer was ready last year to lead you to win the SEC West. I think now that we have taken our ste- a step back, we've gotten out of all of that, we can say to ourselves, yeah, I-, I think that Jane was the right guy to win us the West this past season. I think, though, now, and I've said this before, Brian Kelly, I said this three weeks ago, four weeks ago, five weeks ago, and now that we start the big transition into football, we do this on the 10th of May every single year because usually it falls during the week, whatever, to make the push. We'll start bringing in guests. We'll start talking about teams around the SEC when it comes to football. But Brian Kelly has made it very clear that two quarterbacks are not going to play, even though both of them can start for you. Like it, love it, or hate it, what we the growth that we've seen from Garrett Nussmeyer from Southern and two interceptions to what what we saw from him against Georgia and Purdue is a is the light years. He's had a better offensive scheme around him. He's had better players around him because last time he really played, he just had forty scholarship guys against Arkansas, and some of his receivers are out, and he was throwing to Jack Bash in the back of the end zone, and he's not even here anymore. Both of these guys can play. But Brian Kelly has vehemently come out and denied that he is he doesn't have to and he doesn't need to run a two-QB system, which is interesting because I thought that they might do some of those things. And BK said that the best thing that's happened to Jane Daniels has been that Garrett Nussmeyer has been behind him this, this spring and going into summer because they've really grown to love each other they've really grown to be high competitors and they're helping each other out on every single thing that they do but brian kelly's still leaning to jane daniels the senior 
And there are a couple things that I want to throw out here just so we don't forget. Last year, Jaden went 266 for 318 in those attempts. He threw for damn near 3,000 yards at 2,913. He had 17 passing touchdowns, three interceptions. He also had 186 rushing attempts, 855 yards, 11 touchdowns. And by the way, that's not all the touchdowns he had. If you remember in the, in the bowl game, he caught a receiving, receiving touchdown on the Philly Philly special from Malik Neighbors. Last year, Jane Daniels scored 29 touchdowns. 29 total touchdowns to, two, for, to four total turnovers. Now, as BK alluded to this week and as we've alluded to, and I think everybody knows, the confidence that he has to gain at getting the ball down the field, we can talk about all the live long day. We're going to talk about all the live long day because you know, I know, the fans know, uh, Florida State knows, everybody, Jane knows, Jane's going to, uh, he's going to talk about some of those things in, I think, near future. But nevertheless, on that, nevertheless, he's already working on those things. What's interesting is that you had a quarterback that had 3,000 yards, let's call it what, roughly almost 4,000 total yards last year and 29 total touchdowns. Jane is going to be working on those things and pushing the ball down the field. But we forget so many times, man. We forget so many times about the clutch things that he did. You know, like the corner route to Mason Taylor in the back of the end zone. The runs that he had against Alabama. And he's going to need the weight that he's gained, and the muscle that he's gaining, and you could tell that he's putting on that weight. Guys, Brian Kelly is calling him for getting the upper 20s of touchdown passes next year, which is interesting. Which is interesting. Why is your goal and Jane Daniels' goal to get up from passing touchdowns in the upper 20s when normally big-time Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks, which he can really do, Why wouldn't he say 35, 40? And look, let's not get it twisted. Let's not get it twisted. If he throws 35, 40 touchdowns, he ain't, Brian Kelly ain't going to care about that part. He's gonna really, he really wants him to do that. But it tells me this. They know who they have, and Jay knows who he is. Because they're not going to take away that running game that he has because he's so dynamic and doing it. Guys, he had 11 touchdowns. By the way, Damn near leading the SEC, and it led every rush, every rusher, damn near in the in all, in all of not only just the SEC but the country. Some running backs that you would that you think that were really great in the SEC last year, they were not as effective as Jaden Daniels was. But we forget so much that he was clutch. You know, I went back today, I tweeted this. I went back today and said, hey, I'm going to go back and watch the Florida State game. Now, I watched the highlights. I didn't really break it down because I didn't feel like I needed to do that. I just wanted to re refresh my memory. We talk about all the time with him about some of the bad things that he did. But, man, you know, I, I get to the last series, the last offensive series against Florida State. Florida State runs that little pitch play. Uh, they fumble it. Makai Wingo 
is down there getting the ball, getting the fumble. You got 99 yards, but Jane Daniels wouldn't be one of the problems that you would have. You got 99 problems, and Jane Daniels wasn't one. Man, he was so electric. So, so electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. In that drive, we forget how clutch he was. It's not his fault that the extra point got blocked. So then I was like, you know what? You know, when you if you're on YouTube, you see the videos underneath it. So I go over and watch Florida. And LSU was actually down early. Florida was popping LSU's defense in the mouth. And every time Jane Daniels would respond, he would get a guy to jump off sides. He would hit Jeray Jenkins and Brian Thomas alike on both ends of the end zone. One on a fade route to the left, one on the fade route to the right. Would run the football effectively. LSU would get out there and really beat down on Florida. You know, we forget about just how gigantic it was. What he did against Alabama, the running and the scrambling that he did, the design runs, the throws to Malik Neighbors on Eli Ricks, the throw that he would have to DeRay Jenkins late, the throw that he would have to Kayshawn Booty over the middle when it's third and 13 and you needed seven. The hot read that he would make to John Emery in the flat and let John work and go and score. We forget the zone read with Josh Williams when he would bust it to the outside and go for six. We forget the two-point play with Mason Taylor on the motion in, motion out, out in the flat, tutty. Well, not really tutty, but you get it, two-point conversion. We would forget on a broken leg, damn near, not really, sprained ankle, really, really bad sprained ankle, but on that sprained ankle, he would have and go over for 200 yards passing the first half against Georgia. Guys, let's just be real. Him getting the punt blocked and the special teams miscues and Jack Besh having the ball bounce off his helmet for an interception. It's not all on Jaden. And you do remember that Garrett came in there and we saw the performance of your backup quarterback who did fantastic. I think Jane Daniels is going to take that next step. And not only do I think that he's going to take that next step, I really do believe that there's a potential here. There is a really strong potential here that he could lead you to a place that you want to get to. Guys, you know what I want right now? Do I want to win a national title? You're damn right I do. Do I want to win the West? Do I want to win the SEC? Yes and yes. I just want them to get the shot and the opportunity to get into that playoff. Because if you do that in year two, if you get to the SEC championship game undefeated along with Georgia or one loss along with Georgia, you have that ability to make that playoff. I think Jane's going to do it, man, because there's so many things that he missed last year in the red zone throwing the ball that you can convert on. Guys, if he gets to 25 to 28 to even maybe at max 30 touchdown passes 
and he runs the way that he runs effectively. We've seen him be clutch. It has nothing. Guys, he's one of the more clutch players and clutch dudes that you have on your entire team. Like, now that you know, now that you know what's going on in a game, I dare you after the show, go pop in that Bama game. Go watch those highlights. Don't watch the 13-minute clip. Watch that 26-minute clip. Guys, he threw for 3,000 yards, damn near 900 rushing yards. He had 17 touchdowns, 11, uh, 17 passing touchdowns, 11 running. And by the way, he didn't turn the ball over. He didn't turn the ball over. Maybe that changes because you're forcing the ball down the field. But what out of, you know, some spring games aren't always created equal. I'm not going to ravel and dazzle over a spring game. But hot damn, man. I, I just, I, I, I'm there, man. I, I am there with him. If he, because what has Jaden shown us this entire offseason? What, what has he shown? The only thing that he's shown is that he's highly dedicated. Guys, you don't put on muscle like that and you're sitting on your couch playing PlayStation eating Cheetos and Puffs and little Debbie Zebra Cakes. Like, you, you do not do what he's doing and not see everything that he's putting in to this offseason to not only get himself there, but to get you there. And by the way, you have a stud right behind him. Garrett has shown fantastic progression. Hopefully, they rub off on each other, pause, but hopefully they can rub off on their game a little bit. Maybe Garrett forces Jaden and says, Jaden, you got to let that rip right here, right now. You have the arm to do it. Do it. I hear some things inside that. I, I hear things inside that building. You know, I told you about a text I got three weeks ago. It happened on the show. And we don't make enough of their relationship either. We don't make enough of it. I think it's something to be said that you have two dudes that are competing at the highest level. And you know what? You know what makes it great is when you have these young guys under Garrett and they think about transferring, he sat here, waited his turn, and did some good things. Something to be said, man. Something to be said for him. Something to be said for that. All right. Let's get to a couple comments before we get to Beth Torino. Allen says, all of the top QBs in the SEC are now in the NFL. Jaden should be number one this year. I think Jaden's got some competition. Mm. But, it, I mean, Who? <laughs> I mean, I don't really have a lot of faith in K.J. Jefferson at the current moment. Maybe your boy Connor Beck at Georgia. I do like him. Connor Weidman showed flashes last year. But I agree, man. 
I agree. And what's interesting is BK brought up too, which I, I don't know if I like, love, or hate. Um, he said, look, man, just for an LSU reference, look at Burrow. Now, I'm not and he and, and BK prefaced this by saying, you know, look, what Burrow did is is people just don't do. But you you get to a place where you get to a place where you you, you look at him. Can he make that that type of progression? Like how much better can he get? Yes, sir. Why? Hey, do you want a birthday party this weekend? Yes. Well, you got to let Daddy work. No. We want to have this. What, what is this? It's Spider-Man stuff. It, it's Spider-Man, it's Spider-Man box, uh, boxing? Yeah. What do you want me to do with this? I'm on a, Ben, we're on TV right now. Look. I know. So what do you want? Are you wanting to fight? Yeah. All right, come on. Oh. Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, uh. Boop, boop, boop. All right, daddy's got to work. Take this. Go. Tell him bye-bye. Go. Go. Close daddy's door. <laughs> you can't put both gloves on and try to close the door, silly goose. Just got my arse kicked. By a four-year-old. Daddy ain't got no hands. He's right. Pooh's right. I ain't got no hands. Just got my ass kicked by a four-year-old. Uh, Brandon Reese says, some people feel KJ from Arkansas is the best quarterback coming back in the SEC. I don't know, man. I, 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 don't, know, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Pierce Lee says Ben wants his own segment, and Jared A says he caught Ben's he caught Ben's hands. He did. I did. I did. Dude beat me up, man. Uh, Alan S says all the top quarterbacks in the SEC. Oh, we talked about that. We talked about that. LSU man thirty eight says Jaden can have a shot at winning the Heisman. Well, he's already got a shot now, right? Like his shot, his shot has already started. I mean, he he's in that top echelon of guys that can win it. I, I just when BK talks, like, have y'all heard him talk about a player like that? I have not heard. I have not heard him talk about a player like that so far. He's got to do some – we all know what he's got to work on. I know for a fact that he's already working on it. You've seen it. First play from scrimmage in the spring game, you saw it. Now, it didn't have a lot of ramifications if he threw a pick, and he knows that too. He knows that too. But I like those words that he said about him. Guys, he's, he's a 30-touchdown quarterback. You know, I, I went and looked at this today. I went and looked at this today, and, and I know I'm going to get ripped alive for this. And and look, this guy has been on this show. We've had Zach Mettenberger on this show. And I like Zach, even though he's at Alabama. 
I mean, what Rudy Pooh goes to Alabama, I, that's right. But just for a little bit of reference, just for a little bit of reference, Menberger never had a season with positive rushing yards. Never, not once. He had no rushing touchdowns. In one season, he had 20, his best season, he had 22 passing touchdowns. I get it's less. I get it's less. But when y'all are comparing quarterbacks, like when you guys are comparing quarterbacks over the last 10 years, 11 years, you sure, Jay Nate, number two? Again, you sure? Because one guy's got 30 touchdowns and 4,000 yards. The other one's got 3,000 yards, and some of them are getting deducted because he can't run it as a statue. And, oh, by the way, he's a winner. He won the West. Like, it, it baffles me when people try to argue, well, he's not one of the better quarterbacks that we've seen in LSU the last 10 years. Says who? <laughs> and then, I, and then, and then, I get the argument. Well, that was Les Miles. It doesn't matter if it's Rudy Pooh, Les Miles, or not. Well, the touchdowns are created differently. Then why were other SEC quarterbacks throwing for more? Some of them didn't have the running production LSU did. A slant route and man coverage is still a freaking slant route. All right. <laughs> Pierce Lee says, Max Johnson apologists stand up. Yeah. Alan S says, I thought Matt Berger was awesome. He was awesome. I'm not saying Matt I didn't I'm not saying Matt wasn't awesome. But a lot of you are out here thinking that Jane Daniels isn't the second best quarterback we've had the last 10 years. And I'm going to tell you something. Garrett's about to be up there too. <laughs> Can he be two? Can he be three? We'll find out. All right. Let me do this. Let me talk about my good friend, though, before we transition to Beth Tarina. Let me talk about my good friend John Patton over at GMFS Mortgage, gmfsmortgage.com. If you're buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage, and you have now or even doing a cash-out refi, the timing has never been better. Get, get in touch with John today, 225-614-1234. That's 225-614-1234. Let him know that <clears throat> Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you on by. Let's talk about a good friend, Carol Foss over at State Farm. Let's return Let's reset, and I want to talk about Beth Tarina. We do that next. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with the great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985 985- 395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. 
So, <clears throat> Pooh Bear, I don't know if you guys got this on the Golden Boot show or on y'all's page. I asked Pooh and some friends this today about Beth Torina. So, LSU softball today lost game one in the SEC championship or the SEC series. I think they were in Fayetteville, if I'm not mistaken, if I remember correctly. Um, nevertheless, LSU would lose in 10 innings to Ole Miss, 5-3. to three. LSU played pretty bad defensively. They had four errors. It went into extras. I get it. I get it. It kind of stunk, right? Like, actually, it really freaking stunk that they lost today. And also, SEC, what are we doing? Doing this on a Wednesday during the day? Like, come on. Come on. Come on, man. For real? For That's what we're doing? I hate that LSU got that time slot. But after LSU lost, I just went on there to say the final score. Like, So I'm typing in the final score before I tweet it, whatever. Start going down my Twitter feed, and man, fans were letting Beth Tarina have it. They were letting Beth Tarina have it, telling Scott to fire her and get her out of here. And I'm just like, man, this is kind of like football, baseball level of people that are pissed off about this. And I would like, look, I get it. I do get it. It can be aggravating when stuff like this happens. And I'm kind of with you a little bit. I'm kind of with you. You know, there I we don't talk a lot about softball on this show. Um, and I will be real with you. I don't get to see a lot of it sometimes. During the week when baseball season is going on, you got to still cover football in spring. I do watch, and my mom, uh, God bless her, God bless her, we come over. She comes over here every weekend. We sit here and watch LSU softball. So every weekend, we're sitting here doing that. I get your frustrations on Beth Tarina. And <clears throat> it does feel like some of her better days are behind her. And I do start asking the question, if she doesn't make it through a regional, if she can't make it to a supers, if she can't make it through a super regional, do fans, are fans right in having some serious complaints about Beth Torina moving forward? I like Beth a lot. I, 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 I do. She is one of the greatest human beings you will ever meet. But over the last couple of years, things have gotten really stale. Now, LSU this season is 40 and 15. Okay. There were 13 and I guess 12, right? In or for 13 and 11 in the SEC. 13 and 12, if you want to count today. But Beth has had a really good and successful run at LSU. She's her career wins and losses. She's 490 and 218. She just won her 600th game. Total once she started off at FIU, then when she came to LSU, she's been to four World Series. She's been to four World Series, three Super Regionals, three Regionals, and she's never missed the postseason. She wins at a 69.2% clip. 
The question, though, that you have to ask, the question that you need to ask is, number one, does Beth need to change some things up on her staff, give her another year, tell her that she needs to make some changes? Does she need to change some things up to get some things freshed up in women's softball? Or do you start asking some questions? Now, openly, openly, I don't think you should right now. Maybe you do some things, you know, like I think Beth's had a lot of the same staff, a lot of the same connections uh, that she's had in the coaching world that have been in the dugout with her. But it it is a little frustrating when you have teams that aren't hitting. But here's the crazy thing. A lot like a lot like baseball. Softball, man, anything at any time can happen. And I just don't know if Beth Torina is worthy of being fired at this exact moment. Are they Oklahoma? Can they win a national title? But I saw this in the chat, and I literally, literally wrote this down in our in my notes for the for the day. Is Beth Torina like the Mark Ricks of softball? So Jared A, what a great analogy because it's literally right here. It's literally right here. <laughs> Do you fire a coach that's been winning a lot? I don't know, man. I don't know. Four four series uh, World Series appearances, three super regional appearances, three regional appearances. She's never missed a postseason. I don't know. You know, Scott has wiped out pretty much everybody that has coached or been here under his tenure. It would be tough, man. It, it, it'd be tough to let her go. I don't know how I feel about that. And I'm open and okay and saying that I don't know how I feel about that. But things got to get better. Things have to get better. If things do not get better, then you might have to let her go. But you can't continue to have just, you know, regional, 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 regional. People want to win natties here, man. And there's a lot of people that want to see you succeed. Maybe you just got to change some things up first. All right. Get to a couple comments. Pooh Bear says, question with Oklahoma coming to the SEC, who do you, uh, who do you go after? I don't know. I, I am not I am not up to snuff and parpoo um, on elite softball coaching moves. I will be open. I, I do not know. Uh, American Patriot says, if that's the case, Les shouldn't have been fired. You make an interesting point. I mean, you make a very interesting point. But I, I would make the argument that people care more about football than softball. And does she have the resources like football and Jay and everybody does? And especially with NIL. 
But that's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. Like, Ken didn't really have the resources like that either now, and she went out and raised them and got them. Does Beth do that? I don't know, man. It, it's really tough. All right. Let me, let's go around the SEC really quickly. I want to start getting to some football takes. We will do that. But we do have a pretty massive weekend in the SEC. Vanderbilt goes to Florida to take on the Gators. Kentucky against Tennessee, top 25 opponents, teeing it off. Georgia against Missouri. Alabama versus Texas A&M. Auburn versus Ole Miss. South Carolina versus Arkansas this weekend is going to be wild. And Mississippi State versus LSU. This is, we've made our series picks every week besides one in the conference. And we're going to do it here again tonight. I want to pick Vandy. My mind tells me Blake B. Smart pick Vandy. But I, why am I leaning Florida? Something's telling me to lean Florida in this series. It's my one risk of the weekend. Give me Florida to take down the Commodores. Uh, give me Tennessee at home. Give me Georgia on the road. Texas A&M at home. Auburn on the road. I'm going to pick Arkansas to take two or three from South Carolina at the current moment, but we really need South Carolina to win that series and give me LSU. And I'm going to, this is my prediction of the week. I want to sweep. That's what I want, but nevertheless, I'm going to take the Tigers. Uh, Sherry Berry says, no way we could ever get uh, Gasso. Yeah. Yeah. American Patriot says, go get the Alabama coach. He committed to LSU at one time, then pulled out at the last minute. Pooh, don't say anything. Don't you dare say anything behind that comment. Don't talk about pu putting in and pulling out. I already see you. I already see you laughing. Stop. I can see you in the corner of my eye already laughing when that comment was read, and I can't contain myself. We've been here for an hour and four minutes. You got to calm down. Calm down. <laughs> You're over here giggling because of this comment. Where is it? I don't even see it anymore. Oh, it's right here. American Patriot says he committed to LSU at one time and then he pulled out the last minute, you know? <laughs> is your pullout game good? <laughs> Uh, uh, Delton says, you always pull out the last minute. Pooh says that's how he got two boys. And that's why I got Ben and Joel. Pull out game is weak. All right, I got to get out of here. I'm getting called by Ben again. We're supposed to be doing a, like a something. I don't know. See you. Oh, we won't be here tomorrow. We'll see you Friday night after the game. My brother's in town. So we're going to go out and uh, hang out with him. So we'll see you Friday. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.